This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. Sure seeing trends with people having much more concerns with their drinking and cooking water. Uh, we see that with uh, applications of RO systems throughout, both not just residentially, but as well as placement in offices, such as point-of-use water coolers. That's Kelly Johnson, member of the WQA Board of Directors and Board of Governors, with his assessment of the water treatment business. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Find us at wqa.org and on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. This is podcast number 98. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. In this episode, we'll hear from Kelly Johnson about his three business lines in Oklahoma and Kansas, and we'll get his perspective as a member of the Board of Governors. Later, we'll have a regulatory update, and I'll have our WQA tip. Now, on to our conversation with... Kelly Johnson on WQA Radio. Kelly, thank you very much for joining us on WQA Radio. So nice to have you here in studio, as a matter of fact, a member of the Board of Governors, member of the Board of Directors of WQA. So it's great to have you here. Wes, good being here. I'm glad you had me. I would love for the uh, listeners to know a little more about you, company, how long you've been in the water treatment business, what do you do, all of that. Can you give us a quick 30-second overview? Sure. Uh, so I, I come from Ponca City, Oklahoma, third-generation uh, business owner. I would have to say that uh, I've been in the water treatment my whole life, uh, probably born and raised on it, uh, being in a family business that way. Went to school at Oklahoma State University. Uh, left the industry for about 15 years, came back, and have owned my business now since uh, since 98. So back again a little over 20 years. And tell us about what you do. I know you have kind of a unique situation where you are. Well, we do. Um, we're in three different industries, actually. Uh, water treatment is our core, our base business. Um, we're also in the bottled water business. We have our own bottling plant. And then unique to all of that, we are in the pool and spa business. All right. So, and in different states as well. That is correct. Yes. We have two locations in uh, Oklahoma as well as one in Kansas. Okay. So let me begin by, uh, by bringing in a little bit more of your background in terms of the water treatment, as you say, it's your core business, and give me a sense of what you're seeing out there in terms of trends or what issues your customers are looking for, how, how you are viewing the state of the business at this point. Well, I think we're in, in a great time. We're in a great place. We're in a great industry. Uh, I think core to our business, like many of us independent dealers, uh, we're a water softening company, but far beyond that today. Sure seeing trends with people having much more concerns with their drinking and cooking water. Uh, we see that with uh, applications of RO systems throughout, both not just residentially, but as well as placement in offices, such as point-of-use water coolers. Uh, so that's definitely a trend. We're just not a water softening company anymore. Um, 
we we work with residential and commercial to some degree some in industrial applications we do uh, provide mixed bed di exchange resin uh, exchange bottles so we we absolutely get involved in some high purity water treatment applications but the general consumer homeowner is more concerned today with their drinking water and um, we have coming up in the next year we have a new consumer opinion study that will be out we do it at wqa every couple of years and um, it'll be very interesting to see what the latest consumer perceptions are about water water treatment uh, where they get their water and what they're thinking about when they purchase water do they have bottled water in the home do they have water filtration do they have point of use do they have point of entry all of those things are going to be in uh, the consumer opinion study so as you think about that looking ahead what kinds of things are 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 you curious about well, I think what we're going to see, and maybe in some of those surveys, is that probably the consumer, again, uh, opinion towards the water that they purchase from their local municipality maybe need uh, treatment further. Um, not because they're concerned about the health, but as, as much as uh, just a better quality of water to live with, to drink. Um, uh, as, as we've been treating water for many years, point of entry as we all know with water softening, we understand the benefits of softened water and how it affects uh, the use of products in the home, protects the home as well as uh, obviously protects uh, uh, hot water tanks and these type things. But it will be interesting to see uh, any growth of concern that the consumer may have towards the municipality. I'm personally not looking for that more interested in just seeing that the consumer themselves is more focused on just a better drinking water quality in the home and for that matter in the business right right i am curious about your pool and spa business what uh what got you involved in that well we've been in business about 30 years i think in the mid 70s we launched into providing some supplies and that launched into the start of a new business really made a business out of it about 25 years ago so we refer to that in our business as recreational water treatment and it is um, much of the chemistry that we apply in water treatment for residential and commercial applications to some degree we apply that same type of chemistry in a pool or spa environment so we, we have a pool stores. We have three of them. We provide services. We do remods, um, technology changes in the way that we treat recreational water, bodies of pool or spa. Um, it's changing. Um, the chemistry is getting better. Um, people want to be in a body of water that they recreation in that's uh, safe to swim in. Obviously, they don't want to get sick. That's the number one reason we chlorinate or sanitize water. But they also, you're seeing trends in that, that particular industry that they want the water to be yet even more comfortable. Um, it really goes to the use of other alternative sanitizers in the industry. But uh, it's a good part of our business. It's a growing business. And you think of people that uh, the staycations, the ideas. I think we all probably have friends, possibly relatives, that have some just beautiful, beautiful backyards that... Uh, is focused around the swimming pool. So it's a, it's a good industry. Um, there's some parallels within the industries. Sure. All right, now put your BOG cap on again, and you've just come out of a couple of days of meetings as we record this, and we're grateful for your service on the BOG and BOD. So 
appreciate that. But uh, what uh, what are your what's top of mind as you leave here, and you're you're kind of going back to your day to day business. But what have you taken away from these sets of meetings? Well, I think we had an opportunity to sit with staff, including yourself and others, and that we see we have a very focused strategic plan. Uh, we know where we want to go within this industry. Uh, alliance building, it's, it's uh, more forefront today than I think it's been in years past. That's good news. Um, it's good. It's healthy for our industry. It's alliance healthy. building with? With um, other trade associations, mm-hmm. such as AWWA and, and others. Right. Um, and we're starting that dialogue. It's not that we have not had that dialogue in past years, but it seems to be an absolute focus starting with staff, the Board of Governors, the Board of Directors. So I'm very positive about that outcome over these last two days. We're also looking back at a great year. Um, The team here at WQA has done a phenomenal job. Um, They're watching the bottom line. They're paying attention to growth. Uh, We're focused on that. We're constantly reevaluating how to bring new members in, which obviously brings – good new talent to our industry as members and as well it brings growth in dollars right well again we appreciate your your work and your time so kelly thank you this was uh, this was great getting to know you a little bit better and having uh, members have a chance to hear from you so any final thoughts as as we leave well i would suggest that everybody looks at their calendars look towards april of 2019 and do plan to try to attend and fit it in a busy schedule and come out to Las Vegas to uh, 2019 WQA convention. Well said. Perfect ending. We appreciate it. There will be much more to come on that. And now, of course, registration is open, and uh, we invite people to go to the website, wqa.org slash convention, for all the details. So, again, Kelly, thank you very much. Wes, thanks for having me. This is Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager, with your regulatory update. Last week, I discussed our monthly bills list on WQA.org, and of the 39 bills focusing on lead in drinking water, 21 focus on schools or childcare facilities. Since the Flint, Michigan water crisis, 15 states have implemented legislation to test schools for lead in drinking water through a mandatory or voluntary program. If you would like to learn more about the specific bills in your state, visit the WQA Government Affairs webpage on wqa.org for the latest bills list. To search for enacted policies by state, you can visit the WQA Government Affairs webpage for the regulatory info search. I'm Kathleen Foltz for WQA Radio. This week's WQA tip, registration for the 2019 WQA Convention and Exposition in Las Vegas is now open. Take advantage of advanced pricing by registering now. Go to wqa.org convention to sign up and book your hotel room. The theme for the convention is solutions, and we'll have the water treatment solutions you need. So join us in Las Vegas, April 23rd through the 25th, 2019. And our second annual WQA Business Boot Camp will take place on April 26th. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. 
Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.